Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon, good evening, good day, wherever you happen to be in this wonderful planet of ours. Welcome to another episode of Recovery is Effing Awesome. My name is Robo, and my day of grace is May the 7th, 2010. Today is July 10th, 2023. Uh, I had some really good readings today out of the Daily Reflection. It's called Toward Peace and Serenity. This comes from the 12 and 12, page 74. When we have taken a square look at some of those defects, we have discussed them with another and have become willing to have them removed, our thinking about humility commences to have a wider meaning. A member writes, When situations arise which destroy my serenity, pain often motivates me to ask God for clarity in seeing my part in the situation. Admitting my powerlessness, I humbly pray for acceptance. I try to see how my character defects contributed to the situation. Could I have been more patient? Was I intolerant? Did I insist on having my own way? Was I afraid? As my defects are revealed, I put self-reliance aside and humbly ask God to remove my shortcomings. The situation may not change, but as I practice exercising humility, I enjoy the peace and serenity, which are the natural benefits of placing my reliance in a power greater than myself. That is why we should have faith. Faith in a higher power. God. You can call him Jesus, you can call him Allah, you can call him Yahweh, you can call him good orderly direction, whatever you want to call him. If we have faith in something greater than ourselves, we can have a better shot today, since we do this one day at a time, at having some peace and serenity in our lives. Um, And that's the goal, right, is to, to be able to live comfortably in sobriety. And then we have the touchstones, the meditation for men. It comes out and it says, starts off with a quote from Carl Messinger. It says, fears are educated into us and can, if we wish, be educated out. Two of the problems common to men in this program are fear and lack of trust. Many of us have unconsciously enlarged our fears and returned to them again and again. Do we dwell excessively on fears? Are we too fearful about our health? Money. Jobs love, jealousy, the future, what other people think. Many of us are victims of our fears and anxieties. Fears in moderation are healthy signals to us, but we need to learn to be more trusting. We can simply open ourselves to the possibility that things will turn out well. We don't need to be blind to the negatives, only have our eyes less fixed on them. No one can ever prove to us that it is finally safe to trust. Fearfulness is the problem, not any one fear. Trusting our higher power, we set our fearfulness aside, even if a few particular fears remain. Again, going back to trust this higher power, our fears will drop off. Right? And I don't know too many people, I know I am, um, less so now, but more early in sobriety. Um, I was fearful about my health, about my money, about my job, uh, more importantly, losing it. Um, love, right? Love of the wife and the kids. Uh, jealousy, absolutely. That was a huge one. Uh, and the future, right? Had no idea what the future would, would hold if I kept going on the way that I was going. Um, a lot less fear now that I have uh, about certain things uh, because I believe what the book says, right? Everything happens in God's world by mistake. I don't need to know the reason. 
Um, I just have to accept it. Doesn't mean I have to like it, but I have to accept it. Um, and today I have a lot of faith that everything is just going to flat work out just the way it's supposed to. Uh, because my experience in this program is if I trust in a power greater than myself, and I do the legwork, and I do what I'm supposed to do, page 86 and 87, and I open myself up and, and trust another human being, which would be my sponsor and some other men in this program, and share with them what's really going on, what's really going on inside my head, what's really going inside on, you know, going on inside my heart. I have less fear of what people think of me. Um, I have less fear of, of the future. I have less fear of, of, of anything um, because I am confident stuff's going to work out just the way it's supposed to. And it usually works out to my benefit, which is, you know, an added bonus. Um, you know, there's... Let's talk about faith a little bit more. Um, there are times that I feel uh, pulled or pushed to go in a certain direction. Um, to do certain things, to change the trajectory of my life, um, and I had that the last couple of days. You know, I, I I had lost a job, um, and I did started doing this, started doing some other stuff, and um, you know went back into the workforce a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so it's taking a lot of my time, and it's it's really good. It's 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 a really nice job, uh, like most of the people I work with. Um, but it's very time consuming, you know, but it's a job, right? I show up, they pay me, I do, you know, do my best, uh, and I come home. But the last couple days, um, I've been reading and, and, and watching a lot of stuff on this, on this new movie, uh, called Sound of Freedom. And if you haven't heard about it, um, it's put out by Angel Studios, and the reason it's put out by Angel Studios, and maybe you're, you haven't heard of them, uh, they're a pretty small company, is because the Sound of Freedom is, was produced uh, by Mel Gibson. Um, and Hollywood didn't want this movie out, so Fox apparently had the original rights to it. This was made, I think, five or eight years ago. It was actually made that long ago, and it's just now coming out. Actually, got released on July 4th. Uh, but Fox had the rights to it. Uh, when Disney bought Fox, Disney shelved it because there was no way that they were going to put this out. Um, so somehow, some way, I'm not really sure, but Angel Studios got the rights to it. And they put it out. And it stars Jim Caviezel. And if you're not familiar with that name, he is an actor. He's been in several movies, but he's probably most famous up until this point for uh, portraying Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. And I've been watching a couple interviews um, with him and this guy I'll talk about in a minute uh, about this movie. And if you haven't heard about this movie, it is a true story, uh, no matter what the mainstream media says, that it's a, I think Rolling Stone said it is a action movie for dads with uh, brain worms. Uh, all the leftist sites are putting it down, saying it's a QAnon conspiracy theory. Um but it's a true story. 
this is actually going on. Um, and it's a true story about a gentleman, a hero, um, named Tim Ballard. And he used to work for the Department of Homeland Security. And he was down on our southern border. He also worked for the CIA. Um, but that's beside the point. But then he got, he got put on the uh, Child Trafficking Tax Force. And so he did that for 10 years. He was, uh, him and a couple other agents, um, worked undercover. Uh, and they rescued thousands and thousands of children from the child sex trafficking ring, which is worldwide $150 billion, with a B, dollars a year market. Uh, and I am embarrassed to say that the United States is the leading consumer of child porn in the world. So there are kids that are trafficked, um, basically kidnapped from all around the world and sent, you know, different places. U.S. is one of them. Um, and they're sold. And um, I, I, I'm not really sure how someone could be that depraved to do that kind of stuff to children or to watch someone else do that kind of stuff to children. Um, but The Sound of Freedom is a, uh, it is a powerful movie. It is a true story. And it needs to be, it needs to be seen. It needs to be talked about. Um, and Chuck Schumer, there's a story out this morning that, that he is concerned for the children. He is so concerned for the children that he is is raising uh, a little bit of cane about how much caffeine that uh, Logan Paul's energy drink has. Well, Mr. Schumer, if you are truly concerned about the children, stop spending your time worrying about how much caffeine is in Logan Paul's energy drink and spend more time concerned and targeting the purveyors and the traffickers of children. How about that? Let's start there. Uh, I can promise you that you will win in a landslide and you will have more people on your side because you are actually doing something instead of standing up at a microphone blowing smoke up people's asses knowing that you really don't give a shit. Now, the reason why I don't think, or the reason why I think that the media is not um, really on board uh, with this because there are people in high places and people of power who don't want this shit to get out. Um, Jeffrey Epstein, that list hasn't come out yet. Why? Because I believe that there are people's names on that list who, um, if they found out, then, I mean, I, I believe that the common person would know these people's names. Um, you don't have to be uh, a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon or a brain scientist or a rocket surgeon to figure this out. You know, and, and that the Maxwell lady, um, his partner, is in jail right now. Uh, however, she is uh, charged with trafficking children. But she's charged with trafficking children to no one because the list won't come out. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's two other things once you start connecting the dots. And I'll get back to how this uh, can affect my sobriety and my serenity in a second. Um, but our government stopped DNA testing the unaccompanied minors coming across the border. Uh, 85,000 of them uh, up as of yesterday, 
85,000 of them are unaccounted for, basically missing. Um, so that's a huge red flag. You know, why would you stop DNA testing the kids coming across the border to match them with their families to where you can actually send them uh, to the people they're supposed to be with instead of the people that they're not supposed to be with? And then um, there's another little dot that goes to the you know, Oprah Winfrey's you know school in Africa. You know, there's over 20,000 kids missing, just vanished. Um, draw conclusions what you will. So what this has to do with me staying sober uh, one day at a time. So back during 9-11, uh, when I was not sober, um, I, I can go down rabbit holes, right? And um, this is, is one that, that I, I could go down uh, as, as deep as I want, and it would be all-consuming, and, and it would just, and I would absolutely put everything else to the side, and this would be my main focus because I need to know information, you know, connect dots and stuff. Um, but again, it goes back to when I am being pulled or pushed, uh, in my heart to go in a certain direction. Uh, I trust that my higher power has the best intentions for me. I trust that he's going to take care of me. Uh, and I've talked to a lot of people in the last couple of days about, you know, kind of what's going on in my brain and in my heart. And... Um, more will be revealed. We'll just say that. Um, because now that we know and we don't do anything, that's an issue. Um, because we can all do something. And now that you guys know, we got to do something. And at the basic level, um, we need to be loud about this. We need our politicians to hear our voices on this and have them actually, instead of giving lip service, actually do stuff. You know, in sobriety, we have to put the action in to our sobriety one day at a time to maintain our serenity and our peace of mind and our sobriety, right? So we need to hold people accountable to do their jobs, the ones that we elected them for. You know, sorry, it kind of went it went dark there a little bit. Um, but what really got me is, is I was watching an interview, and they had uh, Jim Caviezel, Tim Ballard, and the director, and, uh, Guillermo, I forget his last name. Um, but but the interviewer asked uh, Jim Caviezel, he said, uh, he said, what was your, like, passion for doing this film? And and his answer just, just blew me away. And he said, Let's just say I, I have a shirt, and it had all the Marvel characters on there, right? Like Batman, Superman, you know, all around. And in the middle was Jesus, and he's Jesus is looking up at all these characters, and he said, "This is how I save the world." And then he points at Tim. He said, "Tim represents that for me." Wow, what a powerful statement. You know, we drop the word hero on a lot of people. Um, but Tim Ballard is definitely a, a, a true definition of a hero. He goes out and, and he risks his life to save children, to rescue children from bad people uh, and returns them home to their families. That is a very noble cause. That is a very noble man. Um, in all the interviews I've seen, he is a very humble man. Um, 
going back to the humility part. Um, I have three daughters, and and I I'm sorry I have three children, two daughters and, and a son, and I uh, I, I couldn't imagine. Uh, you know, so I'm kind of looking at this as a parent point of view. It's like, man, I I I don't know. I just don't know what I would do. Uh, but luckily for us, and more importantly, lucky for those children, Tim Ballard, and a lot of other Tim Ballards are out there that we don't hear about. Um, I just felt I had to, I had to get this out. Um, and I don't know if this is the right platform for it. You know, how do we stay sober one day at a time? How do we live comfortably in sobriety? Uh, we trust our higher power that everything's going to be okay no matter what the situation. You know, page 100 of our hymnal tells us, you know, if we trust the dictates of our higher power as we understand him, right, we will live in a new and wonderful world no matter what our present circumstances, so no matter what's going on on the outside. If we have the faith and we have the strength and belief in that faith, no matter what's going on, we're going to be okay. We will have the ability to not take one drink one day at a time. But more importantly, we will have the ability to have peace and serenity in our heart, in our soul. And we can share that with other people to help them get the same uh, peace and serenity, hopefully, one day at a time. And to help other people to live comfortably in sobriety. And that's the goal. Right? Be better than we were yesterday. Be the best us we can be today. And help other people. And not put any mind-altering substances in our body. And not intentionally harm another human being. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, more details to come. Hope you all have an awesome day. Stay sober. I love you guys. And remember, recovery is fucking awesome.